0: What's up, everybody? Welcome in another edition of Bets and Ball Games with Edwards and Creason. We're coming to you Friday, January twenty sixth, uh, not quite twelve thirty Eastern. Uh, before we get going, let's take care of some business as we want to recognize our great friends at Bet Online, which remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, UFC. NHL, NBA are in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, all the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that is promo code, all caps, B L E. AV and that'll give you a 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online where the game starts. All right, I'm Brian.
1: He is Jay. What is going on, Mr. Greason? Uh just finally happy to be out of the ice that had consumed the greater southeastern Tennessee, North Georgia region. Uh it, it's like 65 degrees outside but rainy. Now I mean that same here. I mean I don't I don't I don't really know well. If you want to go to like the Southeastern Weather podcast, I guess you could go do that. What you got for me brother? All right. We start noon Eastern tomorrow. Two teams
0: that are close to the bubble hate each other more so in football. Talking about Georgia at Florida. I said when Georgia hired Mike White, that I thought he'd do a good job. I thought he was better than most Florida fans gave him credit for. Florida fans were not going to be happy after the unfathomably super spoiled 17-year era tenure of the great Billy D. Um, look, Gators have won back-to-back games. Three of their last four to improve to 3-3 and in the SEC. Joe Lunardi's now got them in his next four out. In fact, the top team of that section. So, five, the fifth team out. But I've looked at some other bracketologists, and uh, one of them, Bracketville Dave, that I like. Doesn't even have the Gators in his next four out.
1: Um, Do you walk into parties and say, hey, I'm Bracketville Dave? I mean (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> I mean, how, I mean you, how do you introduce yourself there? Hey, I'm Jay Greason. I am write for the newspaper in Chattanooga. What do you do? I'm Bracketville Dave. Really? No shit? Okay, bracket I, Bracketville Dave. God bless you. I think I'm just the one that calls him Bracketville Dave. In <laughs> Bracket no, Dave. You, in Bracket Dave's defense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no. I'm, I'm not bagging on Bracketville Dave. I just – I mean – I mean, but what if you're, what if you're, what if you're, you're, your main interest is porn? I mean, are you Pornville Lynn John? I mean, what, v- what do you do?
0: Pornville Bry. Okay. Yeah, there I, I like you. Hey, hey, I'm Pornville
1: Bry. Okay. God bless America. There we go. Uh, uh,
0: let's not find out what Ron Jeremy calls himself. In <laughs> All right. So um, I, I wrote down Florida minus six yesterday. I saw uh, Ken Palm had it minus seven. And then I saw an early line uh, from FanDuel had Florida minus seven and a half, which I think is a touch too many. I'm not saying I would play Georgia at seven and a half, but that would be my lean. And I'll also note Georgia. um, They have won. um, Oh, gosh. Where'd my notes for Georgia go? Um, Never mind. Four of their yeah. last five, five of their last six, something like that. No, it's 10 of their last 12, I think. But they okay. are 3-1 and one straight up and 4-0 and oh against the spread on the road. The only road loss at Kentucky where they had a nice backdoor uh, last week. So, it, let's say it's Gators 7-ish to Georgia. Your thoughts?
1: Give me the dogs. Uh, I, I, and you know what? I'm starting to believe in that team. Uh, I still think – I mean, if we're looking around the league big picture, I think the league has three elite teams that are Final Four caliber. Even with Auburn and Kentucky's loss in road games this week, I think they're both top ten teams in the country. And Tennessee guards at a level that they are they are a handful every night. I'll put Georgia right there with anybody because of – how much they believe in themselves. I mean, I'm not saying they're the best basketball team in this league. I'm not saying they're even the fourth best basketball team in this league. But it's a special thing when a collection of kids start to believe and they play with each other and they play well with each other. And that's what George is doing right now. And if Mike White, no kidding, can go get one out of every three, five stars in the city of Atlanta, Georgia's going to be a handful sooner rather than later. Yeah, I just looked that
0: stat up. It's actually 12-2 and two Georgia in their last 14 games. They had covered five in a row, uh, but only beat LSU by two on Wednesday when they were favored uh, by four, but obviously playing well. And look, and that goes back to November 24th, Okay, and the only losses in that stretch, Tennessee at home, where they led by like I want to say eleven with like seven minutes left,
1: didn't and then the
0: last three and a half minutes, right? And Kentucky had its a game on. Big Z yeah. was making its his debut. Rupp was as electric as it's been all year, if not a couple of years, with the Big Z and the way they were playing last week. And uh, but for Georgia backers, they. They made a big run and got a nice backdoor uh, cover. But so, like, since November 24th, the only two teams to beat Georgia are Tennessee and Kentucky. And as Jay just discussed, those are three legit final four contenders. And before I go any further, by the way, and not that Joe Lunardi is Mr. Bracketology. There's a lot of great bracketologists out there. But like I did jot-
1: like Bracket Dave, Bracket sure. Bill
0: Dave. And I have Bracket Dave and Lunardis. For updated Bracketology today and where they have the SEC team. So, Lenardi has <clears> – <throat> sorry. The Vols is a two-seed. Auburn is a three-seed. Kentucky and Bama is 4 seeds AM is an eight-seed. Gamecocks, nine-seed. Mississippi State, ten-seed. Last four buys, avoid Dayton in the play-in. Gators, next four out. All right. Bracket Dave has the Vols, two-seed. Auburn, four-seed. You don't like Bracketville, Dave, do you?
1: Kentucky no, four seed. No, no. Bracket, Bracket Dave. Bracket Dave's terrible. <laughs> He's got a seed line. I mean, line. He, I mean he, for God's sakes, his name you are is on the out.
0: Yeah, you're on the outs. So, <laughs> uh, Kentucky and Bama four seed. South Carolina nine seed. AM 7 seed. Mississippi State last four in facing Boise State and Dayton in the play in. All right. Jay likes Georgia. I like Georgia a lot, the-
1: actually. And, yeah. And and you going over. Joey Brackets, Bracket Dave, uh, Bracket Ted, uh, Teddy Brackets, whoever whoever else has got a bracket in somewhere in their brackets. Lamont Parrish could be the national coach of the year, right? Took my money the other night. Me and you both. Me and you both. I I mean, I thought I I, I got a hey, I was a catfish to chicken liver with Kentucky only laying like four and a half or whatever it was, Me and. Too. South Carolina <laughs> stomped a mud hole in them. From start to I mean, finish. Yes. and we They were on it, the wrong we, side from tip-off to the yeah, yeah, end. Could turn that thing off seven minutes in and go, hey, you know what? Hey, I, I lost the C-note. God bless America. And just just turn the TV off. Yeah. But Lamont Parrish is doing work. And yeah. I don't know how many people know this because he used to he, – when he was coaching in Chattanooga – and I had a radio show up here. He would be a regular guest on a radio show. He does the best Morgan Freeman impression uh, uh, you I've told me ever that. heard. I'm talking about, I mean, he goes into a whole like Shawshank soliloquy. Of, I guess it's fair to say I liked Andy Dufresne from the moment I saw him. And I'm going, holy buckets, man. It is perfect. Yes, yeah, he can coach big
0: time. Yeah. That leads us into our next game. They're at one Eastern tomorrow. They're hosting uh, Missouri, the Gamecocks, sixteen and three straight up, fourteen and five ATS. They're fifty-two in Ken Palm. <clears throat> I mentioned how our bracket guys have them uh, a nine seed, both bracket. Uh, Anyway, I'm gonna quit saying bracket, Dave. But uh, anyway, Gamecocks ten and one straight up, seven and four against the spread at home. Uh, Mizzou struggle. City two and four straight up, three and three ATS on the road. 8-11 overall, five and fourteen ATS overall. Um, they're struggling, and so I wrote down um, South Carolina minus eight. Ken Palm had it minus nine. So I, I we can speculate it's going to be in that 8, 9, maybe 10 range. So, with that being the case, it's kind of a letdown spot. Um, it is. So, I would be okay with South Carolina in a moneyline parlay if you got any other... T- but I, I don't think I'm going to lay... Maybe if it were 6 or less, I would lay it, but uh, the letdown spot scares me. I think they win. What do you say? Uh,
1: I, I, I think you're spot on uh, in almost... Every level. Hold on a second. I'm getting a call. It's somebody named Bracket Something. Uh, it's a text. I'm sorry. It says, "Hey, tell Brian that I still love him." Uh, Dave Bracketville, Dave. So uh, the only way you can play this is South Carolina, and it just depends on how confident you are. But it is a it's such a letdown uh, opportunity after the emotion that Kentucky brought to the venue. That place was rocking a one o'clock early game.
0: fans Missouri, not into it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, the crowd's going to, the crowd's going to be there because uh they're happy with what Lamont and the Gamecocks are doing, but it's not going to be the same environment. I mean, if we, if you and I look up and it's 76, 70 South Carolina at the end of this thing, Nobody's shot.
0: Sounds about right. Yeah, and uh, for what it's worth, uh, at Tennessee and then at Georgia is on deck for the Gamecocks. All right, your boys in bounce-back mode for the first time since, what, late November, early December with the App State game. Uh, They're at the hump, Mississippi State in bounce-back mode. Um, They have uh, beaten Tennessee at home, but then – uh, they fell to Alabama at home, and then they um, lost at Kentucky, got right at home against Vandy, and lost uh, at Florida, and Auburn has won five in a row in this rivalry, and seven of the last eight, and is three and one against the spread, last four against the Bulldogs, and Auburn had won 11 games in a row by at least 11 points, until losing to Bama, all right. Mississippi State seven and two straight up, but only three five and one ATS. Most of those non covers were laying, you know, big numbers to non conference garbage teams uh, pre SEC. So I wrote down Auburn minus four and a half yesterday. I saw Ken Palm had Auburn
1: minus four. Uh, your thoughts, Mister Greason? Um. I think the bounce back here is going to be real, uh, and Auburn, Alabama, Alabama. One, it was a great atmosphere. It was a fun basketball game to watch, and I think Nate Oates is a punk. Uh, I think his team is full is filled with punks, and but they play fast. They shoot it great, and they can they can play with anybody on any given night. Auburn's going to stomp a mud hole in Mississippi State on Saturday. Ooh, okay. Greason has rarely been wrong on his Auburn predictions this year.
0: So, uh, and Auburn is
1: 12-5-2 against the spread this year. So, well. Um, and, and here's the thing. They are so deep, and they are a lot bigger than people know. I mean, with, with Broom, with Caldwell, with – the waves of guys they bring just i mean they they're 10 deep they've got 10 guys averaging more than 15 minutes a game so that type of depth travels and and it travels with their style because they want to they're going to play 94 feet they're going to guard you from inbounding the basketball to underneath the rim and and you know what eventually that wears you down Alabama played great. Alabama made a ton of shots, especially down the stretch, and made some free throws. And it it happens. It happens in road games. Uh, this is a terrible spot for Mississippi State because Auburn's going to be ticked. Yeah, I um,
0: I got a little cute. Uh, Alabama had extended its lead uh, to five with like six minutes left. I took Auburn live plus 372 money line. And I'll be damned if y'all didn't tie it pretty dang quick. And so I was like, all right, Alabama's only minus 145 on the money line. Let me just lock in a little profit. And I went like I risked $5 more than I had done on the money line play. So when Alabama won, I made $5, but I could have made a good little chunk. Well,
1: and and Bracketville Dave wanted to congratulate you for making $5. So you're now you're now you're now uh, you're now one of the first four in. You and your five dollars are one of the first four in in Bracket Brackenville Dave's uh, latest update. Okay. The the point is
0: I was gonna make a good chunk more than that with plus three seventy-two would have hit, but we we digress. All right. Kentucky at Arkansas. All right, so and I know you have asked, like, have they quit on mus? They're an auto fade when they're on the road. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna say Arkansas is an auto fade at home yet because they have a great fan base and they. It, it, it'll be a great crowd tomorrow, and, and you know this might be a game where they step up. Uh, okay, so I made Kentucky seven and a half, and Ken Palm had it at seven. So let's assume seven ish. Is that still because Kentucky's in the same spot as Auburn here? They bounce are. back mode after the road loss was that Kentucky's first? No, that was Kentucky's second SEC loss. So, what are you thinking if it's Kentucky minus seven?
1: Well, Arkansas is the most disappointing, disappointing team in the country in the league, probably or the country maybe. What? Maybe, oh, maybe in the country. I mean, them in Miami. They were, uh, they were preseason top fifteen nationally, and okay. a lot of people thought. Final four. Right there with anybody as the SEC favorite. Yeah. And you look up, and which it's so difficult to gauge. If anybody but Kentucky was going to Arkansas, I'd go against the Hawks. But Kentucky gets everybody's Super Bowl. Everybody's. So no matter where they are, whether your team is good or not, when Kentucky goes on the road, they get the places sold out, whether it's Oxford, Columbia, Columbia, College Station, Knoxville, Auburn, Nashville, it doesn't Hog- matter. Hogtown, I mean, House of Horrors, Gatesville. <laughs> I mean, so everybody turns out, I mean, I, I really – there There are more SEC games I like better yeah. than this one because I, I could see either – I could see either team winning and I could certainly see Kentucky get the, gets up 32-10 to 10 and the whole place goes quiet and they completely quit on muscle. Yeah, Arkansas is going to be very
0: interesting to watch down the stretch. I mean, sometimes – These transfer groups gel. And really, I think maybe this is the first time. I mean, not just in Arkansas where he's had incredible success after just decades of mediocrity and a proud program, you know, ever since Nolan uh, got shown the door. And, um, oh, gosh. Oh, but I was going to say Musselman, he gets a, a lot of transfers. But even going back to his Nevada days, he was doing it like that. And it's always worked. It's not working this year. So, it'll be interesting to watch how this whole thing plays out the rest of the way. Um,
1: Because they You mentioned mentioned Nolan Nolan Richardson. Did I ever tell you – All right, when I was at Auburn, our basketball team was kind of crap. I mean, Wesley Person was a good player. Uh, We had Ronnie Battle. We had Reggie Gallon. We had – I mean – there were white dudes who were about my size who got on the floor. Hey, you're a little
0: behind John Kaler because John
1: Kaler is the guy I really liked in the late 80s. You remember? Him? <laughs> yeah. If you didn't like him, he'd punch you in the face. I had a beer with John <laughs> Kaler at the Supper Club. That dude in quite- Shaq.
0: I saw him and Shaq get into it in Orlando oh, at yeah. the SEC
1: tournament. Yeah, I mean, if you want to fight Shaq, God bless you. But anywho, speaking of you want to fight Shaq, God bless you. So. In the early to mid-90s, we led like what we were trying to create a student section at Auburn basketball games, and I would sit on the front row next to the opposing bench underneath the basket at old Beardy's Memorial Coliseum, and it was terrible. It was was an awful, 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 awful venue. I've been there. Two and O. I'm two and O there. Well – Corliss Williamson wanted to fight me, and he was going to kill me. <laughs> uh, the big nasty. The big nasty. <laughs> Auburn beat number one Nebraska, and your boy Al Dillard and Scotty Thurman and all those dudes. What a great team that was. Well, I hey, I Bye I was back. a pro heckler. I was a professional heckler, and you don't ever cuss. You don't ever, but you you got to make certain you do your homework. And I got in Corliss's ear and the game was over and the entire place stormed the court. Corliss was looking for me and he would have squashed me like a grape. I'm talking about, I. hey, I've been scared a couple of times because I've done stu- stupid stuff that maybe makes my wife mad. I've never been scared like that. I, I really thought Corliss was going was going to break me. I mean he he, he, was, he was he was Ivan Drago. I mean he was And in a big old a mash of people he could probably gotten away with whatever
0: he wanted. Yes, camera include
1: And then blamed it on well they stormed the court. What the hell are they doing on the floor? I was assaulted
0: first. It was self defense.
1: Yeah? Oh. <laughs> hey Corliss if I if there's a random shot you're listening A- you're more than welcome to come on bets and ball games with Edwards and Greason. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, I I I live in Chattanooga, around Chattanooga, but I'm I, not giving I, you my address. Not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't want you showing up in my driveway.
0: <laughs> I actually saw I, I, he's an assistant on in the NBA for somebody. I actually saw a little clip of him uh, recently. Anyhow, um, all right. Tennessee-Vandy mismatch of the day. Okay, I, I think the Vols are getting a little too much respect here. They did lose outright at Vandy. Uh, I have it 12. Ken Palm has it 7-flippin' teen. Now, Vandy played Bama close on the road. Vandy beat Tennessee at this venue last year.
1: Uh, or I'm sorry, Vandy pl- played
0: Alabama close when Bama was on the road. You know what I meant. Sorry. I, I think it's too many points. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to be like my best play of the day is on sorry, Vandy, but uh, I'll probably be on him
1: a little bit. I No, I, I, I can see that. But good gravy, man. 17 is going to be one of those numbers that you look up and go, all right, what did Vegas know that we didn't when they win by 36? Because, ha- hey, half the building is going to be orange. You need to know that. This yeah, no, the, I, I do know that, I, 100%. I know this, is that. A, this is a different quote-unquote road game than any other in the league.
0: Yeah, so I want to look at, point out the total uh, because, oh, wait, did I not write down the total? Oh, here, I can get it right here. Okay, so um, the reason why I want to point out the total is because the under is cashed in three straight for Vandy, and it's on a 10-2 and two run, and it's... To improve to 12, 5 and 1 overall. So if Ken Palm's right, the total should be around 143. Um, I'm just pointing out the stats. I'm not saying that I'm definitely going to, excuse me, uh, be on that under. I was just pointing out. Uh, those no, I, no
1: I, I actually like the under for a couple of reasons. One, Tennessee guards as well as anybody in America. And offensively, unless. Uh, Dylan Connect, Dalton Connect is is lighting it up. They can get they can get constipated at times offensively, and uh, a
0: lot of teams struggle to shoot in that gym. Uh, different, uh, everything's different in that gym. All right, let's move on. Uh, LSU at Bama. Yes, um, that other one that I mentioned. I I think it's a little much. I had Bama ten. Or, oh, no, I'm sorry, I had Ben 11 and Ken Palm has him 14 with a total of 164. LSU 1 and 3, straight up 2 and 2 against the spread on the road. Uh, uh, one of their players, Tyrell uh, Ward, is questionable. He has scored in double figures in three in a row. And uh, Alabama's won seven of the last eight against LSU in this rivalry, going 5 and 3. ATS Bama is 9-1 straight up, 7-2 and 1 against the spread at home. Maybe a little letdown for Bama. Let me see who they got uh look ahead wise. Uh on deck for Bama uh at Georgia. So I'm not gonna call it a sandwich spot, but a little bit of a letdown here in Lena, big number. I'm not saying I'm gonna be on LSU. I will just call it a ever so slight lean if it is literally uh actually I might if it's 14. I might be on LSU. What do you think?
1: Uh, This is a game that I I would lean towards the over, but just because they both play fast and they want to play fast, which then becomes a cycle of how they go against each other. But you're right. It is is just like we talked about with South Carolina. This is a – a a real scary spot numbers wise do i think alabama wins yeah cuz yeah. lsu lsu is bad and but after the emotion of beating auburn and what happened the other night any wins a good win in this spot so laying 14 i would be with you if it if it does get as if 14 is is the number that pops up there, but I also think both of these teams are going to play fast. All right. Um,
0: Ole Miss at AM, uh, I had Ole Miss against Arkansas uh, the other night. Uh, AM is now 12 and 7 straight up, 9 and 10 ATS, 7 and 2 straight up, but only 3 and 6 ATS uh, at home. Ole Miss uh, 16 and 3 overall. 10 and 9 ATS on the road. They're only two and three straight up, one and four uh, against the spread. So I made AM five. Uh, Ken Palm has it at six with a total of 144. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I would be okay with AM in a money line parlay, which, you know, you could have uh, South Carolina in it if you wanted. Bam. Uh, Ah, uh, you could have Bama in it. I don't know that would really help your odds much, but I, yeah, I do think Bama wins. Um, well, and
1: you could you could find with our with our with our friends uh, Bet Online, Bet Online, and you could probably even find go. Yeah, you'd have to pay some juice, but uh, tease it down to like Bama minus six, and they do less points on teasers than fo- in basketball than football. Okay.
0: Some books do I don't do teasers in basketball because they don't give you as many points right so but yeah but I get where you were saying like even if they only gave a four-point teaser A&M could be a good teaser team but I just don't do teasers uh, in hoops but um but I, I'm gonna be okay with am in a money line parlay with South Carolina and I don't know I'm a little scared of Auburn Mississippi State maybe Kentucky in the money line parlay and maybe Bama and I might get you to like plus one fifty or plus two hundred maybe I'd have to put it in the parlay calculator. Anyway, do you have thoughts on the line? Let's assume it's A and M in that five six range.
1: Nope. I I I I don't know if either one of these teams are good or bad. Right. Right. And I don't know which version shows up of either one of these teams. And I mean, you were talking about uh, your buddy Billy Bracketology or whatever his name was, and both of these teams are trying to fight for their postseason position, and and in some ways, lives. I mean, A and M is outside right now. Ole Miss is. What'd you say they were sixteen? No, and no. A and M is
0: is inside. Ole Miss is outside because they don't have many legit wins. Let's see. Did they, you hear the stat the other night? Auburn does not have a quad one win. I, I also read that they are five and 18 in their last 23 quad one games. Like I'm going back maybe three years, which surprised me. It, it's not like you aren't trying to schedule good. I mean, it's, it's not your fault that Notre Dame sucks this year or That Vatek's not that good, or that Indiana sucks, that USC sucks. I mean, you played name programs. They just it's, in, Indiana and USC are supposed to be good. So is Notre Dame. You did play Baylor, so it's not like you played. No, the no, field. no. I mean, schedule.
1: it just was. It was shocking and kind of a testament to with the. I mean, how many quad one teams are in the league in the SEC? Well, and I'm not, like,
0: 100% familiar with it, but, like, there's some – like, if you go on the road, it's considered yeah. a quad it, one it, it, against it, it, a team it, who might not be a quad
1: one at it, home. It's or what? top 75 in some ranking if you win on the road and top – Okay, 50, is that how it is? Oh, if, if if you win at home – Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Is, if you play them at home, those count as quad one wins. So – I mean, well don't worry. You got
0: plenty coming up. Okay. Uh, you got Obama again at home February 7th. Uh at Florida would be quad one cuz it's on the road.
1: Hey. Uh, hey, hey, the uh right around that Valentine's Day uh you know who has two thumbs and is uh, angling I to get it. to the Kentucky Auburn game in Auburn? This guy. That's yes, right. Sir.
0: That's right. Uh, It's actually
1: the 17th, a few
0: days after. Yeah. Um, All right, let's see. Okay, so we're on to NFL picks coming in a moment, but we got to talk about our Falcons. And I uh, thought it was very, very vintage Falcons. Um, So the Belichick thing, there had been reports, you know, going for about 48 hours that basically Arthur Blank was going to have to decide between Rich McKay or Belichick, because Belichick wasn't going to get told what to do by Rich McKay. I wonder why. Understandably so. There was also Vrabel in the mix. We'd had two interviews with Vrabel. There's still Detroit Lions OC Ben Johnson out there. Um They met with Harbaugh, but he went off the board a couple days ago.
1: This there's, just hey, t- there's, there's Detroit, D.C., Aaron Glenn. I love Aaron Glenn. I and love I, Aaron Glenn. Love Aaron Glenn.
0: Thought he was going to go to the Titans, but that didn't happen either. Um, so,
1: I'm sure you've well, read all I mean, that. Their- they, they hired, they hired uh, Tommy Boy Callahan's little brother, Brian Callahan. I mean, you know, Tommy Boy, he became a big-time executive at uh, Callahan Auto Parts, where they do big uh, brake pads up there. Uh, shut up, Richard. Uh, your, your brain's the one with the candy shell on it. So... Uh, hey, how many movie quotes do you think I can get in in the last 15 minutes of this show? More than one. Shut up and, don't call, <laughs> and, and stop calling me Shirley, will you? <laughs> don't that's call me, me Shirley. <coughs> hey. Uh, I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. That's it.
0: Yeah. That's what Arthur Blank's doing, man. I mean, what uh, like – Come on, man. Why Rich McKay? What has he done for us in 20 years? Freaking nothing.
1: Well, and you know what? You know what this kind of feels like? Because you and I are both lifelong Falcons fans. I can I remember Suffering. sitting in the in the fold-out bleachers in 77 with watching Barkowski as a young pup and a young William Andrews and, and those guys in the rain, uh and and all of it. This feels like the 1984 draft in the NBA where there are Hall of Famers everywhere, and we settled on Sam Bowie. That was Portland. That was Portland. Portland went – Portland got Sam Bowie when Hakeem went one, Jordan Jordan went three, three, uh, Barkley went four, Sam Perkins went five, Stockton was in that draft. I mean – there, there are dudes everywhere. Vrabel's a better coach than Raheem Morris. I mean, if you want, a, I get the trepidation about Bill Belichick in terms of, one, he's in his 70s. Two, he is clearly just chasing Don Shula's record. Three, if you want to make a hard argument that his, his numbers without Brady are very pedestrian, you can make that argument. You know who else's numbers are pedestrian? Raheem Morris's numbers are pedestrian. So, and, and everybody wants to talk about, wait, he's a great defensive coordinator. Dude, I could be a great defensive coordinator with, with Jalen Ramsey for the last couple of years before they got rid of him and looking at Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald and say, hey, Aaron Donald, go blow the pocket up. On two, on two. Ready? Here we go. We got it. All right, good. I feel good about how I'm coordinating this defense. I mean, Vrabel. If, you wanna, if you want to, no, if you want the younger Pete version Carole of if you want the younger version of Belichick, Vrabel, Pete Carroll's better. Hey, sure. hey, and you know what? I would love for somebody on the inside to take a lie detector test because if they did not make Nick Saban say no to twenty million dollars a year, then they failed. Mm. Period. They failed. I mean, Arthur Arthur Blank spends $75 million a year in private plane fuel. He can't afford, he can't afford $20 million for Nick Saban to bring just great stability to the one team, the one professional team that I make time to watch and has consistently broken my heart for going on 45 years now. Same, same, all
0: that, all that. It's just so typical, so typical.
1: And Uh, that said, I mean, I view it honestly, I knew this was going to be a disaster when, I mean. We didn't hire Belichick right away. Do you really need to interview Bill Belichick twice? I mean, he's Bill bleeping Belichick. I mean, he's Bill Belichick. He can walk in there and he's got rings on all of these fingers. He's going, okay, how's everybody doing? Hey, look, look right here. Got them all right here. Hey, you know who never did an NFL interview ever once?
0: You. True. Not talking about me, though. Somebody very close to my heart. Spurrier. Spurrier? Never once. He's always said, I got a great job. If you want to offer me a job, come offer me a job. He, he said, He said the Falcons wanted me to fly up there and interview. I go, I ain't flying nowhere to interview. You <laughs> no. come down here and offer me a job yeah. if
1: you want. That's yeah. it. Exactly. I, going, I don't interview. Please. And, okay. All right. So so I get Belichick coming in there and meeting all the people. But you got to interview him twice? If I'm Belichick, I'm going back. No, 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 no. I'm not interviewing twice. Man. I yeah. yep. mean, this – And I view it in a lot of ways like I view – What is going to be the disastrous presidential election in 2024? That we're gonna have to hold our nose. And then whoever wins, I hope they don't mess the country up. I hope Raheem Morris is the greatest coach in the history of the free world. But this is such a Falcons move, such a Falcons move. 100%. 100%.
0: F. Rich McKay. And I'm done with you, Arthur Blank. His first 10 years of ownership, I thought he was the best thing to ever happen to the Falcons, and he, and he kind of was. But it's just bad hire after bad hire. And look, I, I like Rahe- Raheem Morris all right, and I do hope it works out. Uh, but it, it just could have gone so many different other ways, and I wish it had. All right, NFL picks. All right, let's see what our good friends at Online have as we – speak as I'm pulling uh, the live lines up, and here they come, so we have 3 p.m. Eastern Sunday, Kansas City at Baltimore, major rain, or at least as of the forecast that the last one I looked at yesterday morning, going to be, it's probably going to rain a good chunk of the game, if not most of it, and uh, we have, most books are at Baltimore minus four. The total is, is held steady in that 44, 40, 44 and a half range. Most books at 44 and a half right now. If you like the Chiefs. Oh, I'm supposed to be giving the uh, bet online. All right. If you like the Chiefs on the money line, bet online has it at plus 175 and bet online's number. Uh, is right there with most of the books. Baltimore minus four, total of 44.5. Bet Online has San Francisco as a seven point favorite, but with minus 122 juice. So if you wanted to take the hook with Detroit, you could probably do so and get plus seven and a half at a, a pretty cheap price. Um, and Bet Online's total is 51.5. Um, I see a few 51s, and I actually see a a couple of 52s. So 51 52 range, our good friends at Bet Online have it 51 and a half. So I got a clean three Sunday night on Baltimore minus three. I can't play it at minus four. Well, I'm in at minus three, but I can't recommend it at minus four. I like the over 44 and a half. I'll give you some reasons why in a minute. What, uh, your thoughts, Jay?
1: On the AFC game, I, uh, I think your logic in 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 terms of side and number is, is, is sound. Uh, at three, I understand it. They're at home. It's going to be sloppy. Uh, they're going to run. But I still trust Mahomes more than I trust Lamar. And in that regard, if I'm going to play a side, my favorite play in this game is the over because – especially if it gets super nasty, that's going to be, I mean. It's going to be hard to tackle Lamar Jackson in the open field if you're slipping and sliding. It's going to be hard to tackle people. It's going to be uh, fumbles, turnovers, a whole lot of opportunities to. Short field, scoop and score maybe. But if I'm going to play a side, I'm playing Chiefs on the money line as opposed to laying the number because plus, I plus
0: one seventy or did I say yeah. plus one seventy five?
1: Yeah, and plus one seventy
0: five bet online. Sorry,
1: because Mahomes is, Mahomes is career numbers against in the postseason against the best scoring defenses are staggering. I mean, it's like nine touchdowns, four picks, uh, averaging like three hundred and thirty-two yards passing. His team scoring thirty-two points per game in those instances. I mean, which leads again to the over. I mean, I like the over, but if I'm going to play a side, I'm taking the chiefs, but I'm, I'm going to take them with the big plus money.
0: Yeah. So, um, Lamar Jackson and Mahomes have squared off against each other four times in their career. And, um, the Chiefs are three and one in those games. Their only loss was by one in the last meeting two seasons ago. The combined scores in those games uh, were 71, 54, 61, and 51. So the lowest is 51, and we're at 44 and a half. Now, I know there's rain. I know these are two of the best defenses uh, in the league, but kind of like I said last week, I just trusted Josh Allen and Mahomes to make plays. I trust Mahomes and I trust Lamar Jackson. To make enough plays for this one to go over, so that's. You think my any
1: chance that we're going to see Travis Kelsey's girlfriend uh, this weekend?
0: Oh God, you know that we're going to be putting an over/under prop on that for the Super Bowl, if KC makes it, they might have. Right, hey, how
1: about this idea though? If you're usher and you're doing the Super Bowl, and KC wins this weekend, don't isn't your first call to Taylor Swift, and you figure out a way that she can sing from the skybox? Wherever, Whatever luxury suite she's in, like, all of a sudden here comes the shake it off theme or whatever whatever her biggest hit is, and all of a sudden she walks out to the edge of the skybox and a spotlight hits her. I mean, hey, that would blow up. Well,
0: a question here, because she's a, obviously a professional and the best at it, I guess. I, I've never... I'm not a Swifty, never been to a show, but, and gets, she's a billionaire, right? Like,
1: yeah, big time, right? Well, she was a billionaire. She would have been a billionaire, but she lost like half a billion dollars because she did not uh, manage the rights to her first collection of songs properly. Uh Ah. But now she has reinvented the wheel and she's well on her way to a billionaire. And and I've never been to a show either, but I have a 13 year old daughter, so I have. You're I, aware I mean, of the Swiftie dynamic. I, mean, I am I am Swiftie by association at this point.
0: So do the Swifties just analyze everything about Travis's life, like constantly? Is your daughter? No. Oh
1: well, I said. I mean, I mean, I asked. I asked her. Uh, we we went to school. I actually I picked her up for basketball practice. Uh, two or three days ago, and I said, hey, do you know who's playing this weekend? And I said, yeah, Travis Kelsey's playing. And I said, okay, there you go. So, <laughs> no, 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 she's well-versed. She's,
0: well, she's in. Well, I, what I was going to say is uh, it was clear that Jason Kelsey, uh was consuming libations galore uh, by his dress code last week. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I
1: want to hang out with that dude. All I right? do too.
0: So I guess my, where I'm going is – I think a lot of beverages are consumed in that Kelsey suite. I don't know that, that Taylor wants to get out there after she's been hammering vodka sodas. I'd put her professionalism on the line there is what I was getting at.
1: Well, nope. here and here's the other thing. Uh, one of my buddies, we were watching uh, the NFL playoffs, I guess it was last weekend. He is convinced that they've got like a buzzer that the NF that the TV people press to let Taylor know that she's about to be on camera because how I mean she's always energetic and clapping and she's uh, doing she, she okay is, that makes sense she's in perfect form every single time the camera happens nobody's that chipper for nobody yeah. is perpetually that chipper you can't just be sitting here doing this right right.
0: Right, right, yeah, okay, yeah. All right, enough of the Swifty stuff. The NFC game. I like Detroit, man. I like Detroit plus the points. I haven't played on Moneyline. I think they got a decent chance uh, to win out right here. Let me give you some of my thoughts. So, uh, Detroit 6-3 and three straight up, 7-2 and two ATS, 9 road games. Now, they uh got hosed at Dallas. In my opinion, that should be 7 and 2 straight up. Um San Fran only 3 and 6 against the spread at home. San Fran extremely fortunate to win last week. Uh Detroit's won 3 in a row. 5 and 1 both straight up and against the spread last 6. The only loss the controversial loss at Dallas. I think they should be undefeated the last 6 weeks. Uh we, we don't, we'll know more about Debo you know, in the next 24-48 hours. Uh, When he didn't play in two regular season games, the Niners went 0-2, both straight up and ATS. Um, I think we've got the quarterback advantage. I love Purdy, but um, Goff, last nine games, 17 touchdown passes, only four interceptions in these two playoff games, 74.3 completion percentage, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 564 yards. I like Detroit plus seven. I think the Niners are lucky to have a pulse right now. What do you think?
1: Um, I make a whole lot of sense there. Uh, the one caution I have, I, I playing it on the line. I'm going to take the seven because, uh, one Dan Campbell is him. Dan Campbell is that guy. He's the guy you not only, he, I want him coaching my middle school football team, my high school football team, uh, coaching at Auburn and then coaching the Falcons. Dan Campbell is him, but Jared Goff is not him. Now, I'm not saying Brock Purdy is, but Jared Goff, uh, in a clean pocket, is the top-rated passer in the NFL. Jared Goff pressured, which is the one thing defensively the 49ers can do, uh, is 28th in QBR in the league when he, when he has pressure. And – uh, I love Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I love their, their – I'm on Ross, safe round. Yes. I love their multitude of, of weapons. Uh, their secondary scares me. Yeah. Uh, i probably lean over here, especially because the weather's going to be pretty nice. Uh, but if I'm going to take a side, I'm taking, I'm going to take the points because I, San Francisco's just in a win-and-advance mode especially if Debo doesn't play. But I think there's an opportunity here for a whole lot of player props that maybe we haven't discussed as much as we should. I mean, McCaffrey's going to score a touchdown. Right? I mean, that's what he does. He's Yeah. He is a white running back dating a smoke show. Ooh, a Olivia Colpa, what's up, baby? The uh if Debo doesn't play, George Kittle you 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 can't you can't give me a over under on his receiving yards that I would not go over, but considering if Debo doesn't play because Brock Purdy's going to get stressed and he's going to look for George Kittle. I mean, I just I think this game. Whoo! I just want the Lions to win. Does that make sense? Because I want yeah in for two weeks of Super Bowl prep.
0: Yeah. Okay, um couple of things. Uh, I do have two props that I like. Lamar Jackson over 63 and a half rushing yards now I'll readily concede He's only gone over that 4 of 17 games, but one of them was last week with 100 rushing yards and from, you know, from September to Definitely November and parts of December. Quarterbacks are just trying to stay healthy. It's a lo- this is a one and done scenario. Quarterbacks well, aren't and, worried about that. It
1: only takes one, Brian. It only take. I mean, it yeah. takes one wiggle and yeah. he he breaks one tackle and it's like fifty seven marks.
0: Yep. Um, I'm also not against a little small play on Isaiah, likely to score anytime touchdown. Which is plus three twenty five odds. He now Mark Andrews is going to be back, but they run a lot of double tight end sets. It's not like likely he's not going to be a part of the plan. And he has scored a touchdown in five of the last six games, and he scored two and one, so six touchdowns in the last
1: six games. Um, and are saying, are you saying he's likely to score a touchdown at plus three twenty five odds? Uh, likely,
0: likely is likely to cash a plus three twenty five ticket. Yes. Yes. You, you followed me there. Yes. Um, and I also want to throw out, uh, as we start to wrap this bad boy up, I want to throw out the, um, the all four hypothetical lines, uh, for the super bowl. And you can play these now if you want. And I'll, I'll tell you the one that I would play. Let me just throw the lines out first. San Fran minus one and a half to Baltimore, total of 47 and a half. Baltimore minus four and a half to Detroit, total of 49. Uh San Fran minus three to KC, uh, total of 47 and a half. And the Chiefs minus three and a half to Detroit, total of 50 and a half. Now, three of those would be rematches. Detroit won at Arrowhead in week one. Uh, Detroit went to Baltimore and got smashed. I think it was 38 to 6. And I think it was October and uh, Baltimore went to San Fran Christmas night and absolutely pimp slapped them. The only one of these four that I would take right now is Baltimore plus one and a half to San Francisco. Uh, would any
1: of these attract you with a play? No? I mean not really because you. if you, sure. if you play if you played, if you made a wager on San Francisco and Detroit pulled the upset, do you get your money back?
0: Mm-hmm. okay. If the matchup doesn't materialize, no play. Push, okay. whatever you want to call it. Okay. All right. So, um, and then the future odds, San Fran plus 140, Baltimore plus 170, Chiefs plus 450, Lions uh, plus 850. And then uh, I also wanted to give you, because I don't think we did this, and I had it. Uh, uh, there's a couple of early lines out in college football. I'll share the ones that are SEC-related. Uh, Texas A&M is minus one and a half at home to Notre Dame in
1: Week One. Total of fifty and one half. Uh, give me Notre also- Dame big right now. Give me Notre Dame big, big. Uh, I think I I, I think honestly. Give me a little taste too on uh Riley Who's Boots, the Duke transfer uh, when the Heisman. Notre Dame as a Heisman, as a Heisman contender. Let me find those odds because I have them right here.
0: Yeah, Riley Leonard is at twenty to one. Here are the other SEC players. Um, well, the co-favorites are SEC players. Texas Quinn Ewers plus 750, along with Georgia's Carson Beckett plus 750. Uh, then we've got Milro at twelve to one. Um, I-, I skipped over Dylan Gabriel at ten to one at Oregon and Will Howard twelve to one.
1: Is Nico who's Howard- bridges. Nico Hughes britches is probably 14 or 15 to 1. 15 to 1.
0: You nailed it. Nussmeyer at LSU is 18 to 1. Jackson and Arnold. At Niedermeyer
1: Oklahoma. from Animal House. How's it feel to be an independent, Schoenstein? How's it feel to be an asshole, Niedermeyer? <laughs> there you go. That's another movie quote for you. And then, wow, SEC's got great quarterbacks next year. Then Jackson Arnold,
0: yeah. Oklahoma 18 to 1. Jackson Dart 18 to 1. Connor
1: Wig- Wigman at AM 20 to 1. Let me wow. ask you, Jackson Dart. Yeah. Jackson Dart, better quarterback name or like the smoke show AD Pi that everybody wants to date? Jackson Dart. That's a great name. Jackson Dart is a good name.
0: He's a yeah. good player as yeah. well. He's a good player. Um and I don't see any SEC guys. Uh well, Trevor E10, who I don't tech with him. Uh he's 60 to one uh Georgia running back. Formerly of another team. Okay. Oh, so
1: <laughs> but you're the you're rest not, are up. Yeah, yeah. You're okay. Not bitter. It. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It. Totally. Uh, all right. The rest of those lines are Georgia minus 12 and a half in Atlanta to Clemson, total of 48 and a half. LSU is in Vegas week one, minus six to USC, total of 66 and a half. If that matchup had to materialize this year, total 86 84, and a half.
1: 84 to third.
0: Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, Texas is at Michigan in week two, Texas minus two and a half. Uh, Georgia's at Alabama in week – or September 28th, uh, Georgia minus three and a half, total 53 and a half. Didn't you get on
1: that less than – didn't you get on that pretty early?
0: You're already on that, right? No, I don't have a FanDuel account, but Alabama was favored before uh, Saban – Retired, so I think I probably maybe I mentioned the line move or something, but
1: Georgia George, George gonna walk over there and in Tuscaloosa and stomp a mud hole. They uh, might Al- Alabama's about to get a rude awakening of what life is like when you don't have a legend. The GOAT, um, Georgia, yeah, oh, okay, so this later in the year,
0: uh, actually November 9th, showing a lot of respect for Ole Miss Georgia's only three and a half in Oxford, total of 54 and a half. LSU at home to Bama. LSU minus two and a half, total of 59 and a half. And we will save all our Keyshawn Keyshawn Booty uh, gambling jokes for next week because we are out of time. For Jay Greason, I'm Brian Edwards, another edition of Bets and Ball Games. Hey! Have a great weekend. Best of luck with your bets. See ya.